I'm Obi, and this is Ed, and we're drinking from the garden hose. This is our special uh, stream episode, bonus episode, if you will, where we're going to go ahead and talk about, uh, well, we're going to talk about Goosey Night and Halloween. That's uh, that's it for the night, but just want to remind you, you can get the podcast wherever you get your podcasts, including Apple, Spotify, all that good stuff. Go ahead, get them subscribed and download um them when you can. We're a couple of cranky old men, but we're going to talk up Halloween. So it's, it's about making the neighborhood happy, but still keeping the crankiness real. Obi, when you say yeah. goosey night, are you going to explain to everybody about it's not about going around and slapping everyone on the rear end? Goosey night, which is tonight, as you can see from this fine map, is a, a term for mischief night. Uh, in North Jersey, also called Cabbage Night in North Jersey. And no, it's not about uh, smacking people on the ass. What Goosey Night is about, and this is important, Goosey Night is about remembering all those folks who did not give you candy last year and uh, making them pay. Uh, that's really what it's about. Now, as a person who's not giving candy, you have some slight chances here because a, the kids got to remember a year later that you didn't give them candy. B, they got to remember uh, that you're the house they want to go to. And C, they got to be young enough to be able to go out on Goosey Night. Because Goosey Night is not for old kids. Because once you get to a certain age, when the cops see you out on Goosey Night, they're not happy. They don't think it's cute anymore that you're throwing eggs and shaving cream and toilet paper. But when you're young enough, it's cute, it's adorable, and it's basically harmless. So let me just give you an example of who might be a prime candidate for Goosey Night. Have you seen this guy or signs similar to this guy? Attention, satanic socialists. I literally lived across the street from not someone who had this sign, but a real similar sign. Halloween would come up and their sign, it was handmade. Please do not ring our doorbell. We will not be home. We do not participate in Halloween. It is against our religion. And, and I always <laughs> thought, like, you know, if you don't want to do do Halloween, don't do Halloween. Just just don't tell me why. Turn your lights off. Don't decorate your house. This sign is, is asking for trouble. Like, you are asking for trouble. I do. It's only because kids today don't go out on Goosey Night, like when we were kids, that that house did not get destroyed every Halloween. It's the only conceivable explanation. Obi, they could have saved time, energy, and effort on that sign and just set a, had a sign that just said, egg us. It could have saved like yeah. on character charges. You know what I'm saying? Boom. Just egg us. Just egg us. Absolutely. Yeah, they could just left the eggs in the front yard for the kids. Little, left little bird eggs. Make it easier on, them, on themselves for cleaning up. But this is this. We don't want to do this. Now, just... As you can see on this slide, I have a phi. And the reason I, I point that out is in that neighborhood that I lived in, it was literally shaped like the Greek letter phi. There, it was a circle and a street that cut through it. And then on the other two sides of the street were, were busy roads. But people from all over would drive into our little circle and they'd hit that little phi because you could take your kids around the street, they just crisscross, crisscross, crisscross. And by the time they got through and then cut down the center, you had a full bag of candy, everybody was happy, and you got out at a dodge, and then there was this one house with this sign on it. So it was it was crazy. 
So, Obi, you, you already hit on, I didn't know how long it was going to take to hit on one of my pet peeves, but the driving into other people's neighborhoods, that is one of my pet peeves. Like, I get it. Maybe you live in a bad neighborhood. Maybe you have a bunch of people with signs like this, so you got to drive to where the good candy is. But at least park your car, get your ass out, and walk. You know what I'm saying? Like, these families now that, like, drive from house to house, what, what's going on with that? Okay, first, I would like to defend the people who came to my neighborhood. They did park. But yes, you'll drive your kid. Look, a lot of this cranky old man stuff we do, we, we complain about the kids today. And I think it's important to note that a lot of times, it, we also often say it's not the kids today. It's our peers and the way they behave as parents. Do not drive your kid on Halloween. You send them out for candy. That's enough calories that's going to last them. They're going to use many calories in a week as they should have in three months. Make them walk to earn it. Yeah, really? and I would, I would not only should they walk, but I, I'll go an extra mile on this one. You should probably let your kid go out by themselves. You know, at some point they're old enough. But I see, you know, parents are out there holding their thirteen-year-old kids' hands, going door to door. In some cases, knocking on the door for them. Oh, parents are are the worst on Halloween. We're gonna we're gonna definitely get to that in a slide or two because that's really who I'm bitching at. Uh, all right. Yes, all right. <laughs> I, I accept all the kids. But before we, we show how not to decorate your house, I'm going to take a moment and, and humble brag on, on myself and play a little video for how I uh, decorate my place. So let's see if we can do this right. And I know Ed, you do you do Christmas, but I do Halloween here. See, I got the whole dragon theme going. We got... Uh, couple animatronics happening here. We got the ogre just to keep it all right. Little, this smoke machine, I need to get fixed by tomorrow. I don't know what's going on with it. This guy, he's pretty scary. They make some noise. Can you hear the noise? I cannot hear the noise. Okay, so the video's not playing the growling. I'm just going to have to come to your house tomorrow night to hear the noise, that's all. I guess so. There'll be ribs if you come. <laughs> that smoke yeah, machine yeah, really yeah, works yeah. well. Now I like that smoke machine coming out of that dude's mouth. That's yeah, my... that that one that one's working well. The other one it was not working this afternoon. I had to dry it out. Hopefully it'll be ready by tomorrow. I think you might just have to go out and kick it. That's you know that's usually the way uh, with these with these uh, technologies. It's just a good swift kick. So. Now that we've established that my house is calling people to come, I got some complaints about some parents. First of all, I'm giving your kid big candy bars. Like I have boxes of it. You can see the, the tray, but just, just to proof for anyone watching, that's a full-size candy bar. Here's your mini box of milk duds. I don't want that. I don't want my house getting egged next year. So I'm, I'm making sure that these kids get full-size candy bars but there are a few kids who for whatever reason they don't want candy so we do offer these little dragon um rubber duckies and you'd be surprised how many kids take it it's usually the little little kids who are just like oh toy so much better than candy i have a bag you know like they do the math they're, they're smarter than the big kids big kids are like oh, i need more candy little kids are like bag full of candy no toys. I'll take a toy. So we, we, we try to get both folks covered. The candy folks and the... Uh, 
and how and how do you do that, Obi? You you uh, just put it out there and tell them, you know, pick what you want, and you just let them choose, or do you like? So my wife shame them into like if you're afraid. No, of no, candy, my wife. We have toys. No, my wife and I come out and we and she's holding one and I'm holding the other and we're like, you get one, a dragon or a candy, one candy or one dragon, one candy, one dragon. Got it. And or and then depending upon what time at night it is. Sometimes if you take a dragon, it's late enough at night, my candy s- supply is high. Hey, take a piece of candy anyway, kid. And those, you know, those kids are lucky. I, so we we buy way more candy than we need. And so I wouldn't tell the story now. There's a kid who lives about four houses down from me. Same exact age, goes to school as my youngest son. And he figured this out, him and his sister, a few years ago, how willing I am to give out candy. And he comes to my house two or three times a night. And he's always like, are you done? Can we get a lot this time, Mr. Scheinfeld? No, just one. Can we get a lot? Yes. <clears throat> like, so he's figured me out. Now, good for him. I reward your intelligence and, and the willingness to work hard to get the extra candy bars. Now, that kid would be really cool if he showed up in a different costume each time he came to your house. That, that would be cool, but not necessarily. Now... <laughs> I, and here we are with the parents and their blue pumpkins. Look, I understand that there's some real assholes out there and they're going to make your kids say trick or treat or stare at your kid if they're autistic. But the blue pumpkin isn't going to help you with those assholes. And the kids should not be carrying a pumpkin. The kids should be carrying a bag, a nice pillowcase for their candy. So, yes, I'll be kind and patient, but I'm kind and patient with every kid and or parent who comes up to my door. Uh, I don't care what, what pumpkin you have. Um, when someone knocks on the door, they don't, even if you're not wearing a costume, I don't know your situation. It's Halloween. Come grab a piece of candy. Um, if you don't say trick or treat, that's fine. If you don't say thank you, that's fine. Yes, I'm going to judge the parent when the kid leaves if he didn't say thank you. <laughs> but not the kid. That's on the parent. All about the parent. Just... Whatever happens, like you said, like I said, this one kid, he figured out he can come out more than once and not have to change his costume. I think he may have changed his costume the first year, and I recognized him. I'm like, hey, back again? He's like, oh, can I still have a candy bar? I'm like, yeah, sure, have a candy bar. I, I don't care. Um, so, yeah, I'm all about that. Parents, this is your kid's day to grab candy. Remember, I didn't hear, I'm not here saying this is your kid's day to get all the candy in the world to eat. This is your kid's day to grab candy. Let them take all the candy they want, and then you get home, and you go through the bag, you take the candy you like first, you put that away, and then you take the rest of the candy, and you say to the kid, whatever your kid is, one kid, you can have three candy bars a day. Another kid, he gets one a week. Let your kids grab the candy. Ah, the famous dad tax. You know, because thank God for all those PSAs around razor blades and candy, because that gives me the opportunity to go through my kid's candy to check it for safety. Uh, even though they're hermetically sealed, uh, uh, you know, wrappers. And then, of course, the dad tax kicks in. I take what I want, and they get what's left. Absolutely. So now, with your kids, do they trick-or-treat? And can you charge them a dad? And are they young? Your kids aren't young enough to charge a dad tax, too, if they trick-or-treat. They're not falling for that. Oh, they. the, the rule is dad tax. There's always a rule. You're right. They're not young enough to fall for it. They just know what the rule is. So my kids, I, I think last two years ago was, was Alex's last year trick-or-treating. 
But when he came home from trick-or-treating, he just gave me all the Tootsie Rolls and went upstairs with the rest of his candy. <laughs> he's, that was it. He's like, boom. I'm like, <laughs> he, knew, he didn't even bother. He's like, here's your Tootsie Rolls, and off he went. That's one way to now, get rid of it. I guess he knew he could he could check for the razor blades himself. That's it. That's it. Now, here's this one drives me crazy is this teal pumpkin. So let's say I understood what the blue pumpkin is. I do not know the difference between blue and teal. I am not going to know that your kid with the teal pumpkin doesn't get peanuts if I hadn't done the research on the different types of pumpkins for this for this podcast i really didn't know that what the other colors were i knew there was other colors that signified things but teal and blue i can't tell the difference so then i did some research i called up a couple of kids our they're not kids adults with kids our age you know what did you do when you were trick-or-treating because i knew these kids had food food allergies and they said well if the candy bar wasn't wrapped at that house i didn't grab anything otherwise i went for something i could eat and if not i grabbed whatever so, again, wrap, your, wrap candy bars. I get that. That's important. We don't want these individual little dinky things. Kids might, might get some peanuts in there. No, wrap candy bars. I'm like, so what did you do when you got home? You know, first my parents took what they wanted. Then they took everything with peanuts from me, counted it out, and took from my brothers that many candies each and gave them back to me. And that was it. Get it. Parents, I'm here to give your kids candy, give them a little yard decoration, Say hi to them, compliment them on the crappy costume that you built, and let them move on to the next house. It is your job to make sure your kid knows their allergies, doesn't eat from the bag directly, charge some dad tax, and make sure your kid gets you know a milk dud instead of something with peanuts. Am I wrong on this? You know, listen, I don't know if you're wrong on it, but I think that's where, you know, these colored pumpkins come in. Or, you know, if, if, if you're concerned, walk up to the door with your kid and say, hey, no peanuts, buddy. Yeah, right. Okay. But that's but so but, now, but in order to do that, you'd have to get your fat ass out of the car. <laughs> no peanuts, say trick-or-treating, thank you. No, no. So one of the things I don't have a slide for, which I want to get to before I go, speaking to parents, especially this year, uh, if you're someone who's uh, inclined to stay at home, wants to have people come to your house, trick-or-treat and leave, but uh, like Ed over here, me, you want the parents to be involved and do something. I'm going to give this to you. Now, get yourself a bottle of rum and a gallon of apple cider for the Pour them right into your crock pot with a stick of butter and a stick of cinnamon. And when those adults come, give them a cup of apple cider and let them continue to walk on their way with their children. They'll make sure their kid doesn't egg your house next year as well. Even if you give them nothing, give them that nice, warm, spiked apple cider. Now, Obi, now you're on to something here, right? So if we think about back in the day, right? So there was a couple of things going on back in the day. First of all, my parents didn't leave the house. They, I went on my own, right? They were home giving out the candy. I was out getting the candy, right? Set. Right, absolutely. So, so, but nowadays, you know, I, I go out with my kids because, you know, I'm one of these helicopter parents like all my other peers because otherwise I'm a bad parent if I don't do that. And uh, I notice, especially here in Connecticut, people have been boozing up when you go outside. So I love the fact that you're giving the booze out because I, be, I was bringing a cooler with me. So I could fill up when I was out on the walk. Yeah. I, 
the best trick I went trick or treating one time with I don't know how many kids, and there was one father leading the way who was hyper into the trick or treating part, like would skip houses because he knew a house was good, or he wanted to be like he took the kid. The kids were like, "Oh, yo, dude, we just want to go from house to house to house. What's going on?" But I was able to manage it because yes, somebody brought a cooler, I had a bottle opener, we became best friends, and. One of the things that the kids are spoiled about now, like totally spoiled, is their costumes. Like, these are what we had to wear. These plastic masks. They were like, had razor blades around the eyes that sat on your eyes. Razor blades on the nose and the mouth. You couldn't see through them anyway. You couldn't breathe. You couldn't. The one thing they did is they made sure you couldn't eat candy through them. And so what happened is around middle school-ish, just in your last few years of trick-or-treating, you realized how horrible they were. And you're like, what am I going to do for costume? And it was always like, what sport do I play? Let me put on that sports costume. And that's what's inspired this costume that I'm wearing today is that, uh, is that same idea that I just grabbed this, my, my, my Dojang's outfit that I do come to win. And like, yeah, I'm dressed as a martial artist. So, Kids' costumes today, they have it much easier. And more parents are way more willing to help build these things than they are now. Yeah, I think the other thing, Obi, is that uh, today's costumes aren't highly flammable either. This is true, too. There's no, you don't have to worry about it. And people aren't putting flames in their pumpkins anyway. They got the little uh, candle, the electric candle. And let's so, face it. Know. And let's face it. These costumes, the, you know, the ones back in the day, the plastic ones. You were lucky if they lasted your school party and a full night of trick or treating. If sometimes they didn't even last until you went out trick or treating, but if they did, usually about a couple blocks in, you got a rip in your ass or something like that. Like the by the time you got home, the costume was trash. You would take that costume, like pieces from that costume, and make your try to make your bag bigger with it. You weren't able to. You'd be like, "Well, it's like a bag. Can I make my bag bigger with this?" It, it was. Oh yeah. There was there was toilet paper from the day before and costumes from Halloween just strewn about the neighborhood because they just were falling apart. And if you were the one who tried to wear your mask, your mask ripped off, then you didn't know what to do with your mask. It'd be like, trick or treat, because somebody might care that you were wearing the mask or not. And then when you did that, the plastic would cut into your face. Oh, it was so much fun. Absolutely. <laughs> so that that's what I've got on uh, Halloween. Uh Ed and I haven't had uh, our executive meeting with the board to figure out what we're going to be uh, giving you guys next Friday. But our next episode will, of course, drop next Friday. So we look forward to that. Remember, the charm is that we stink. Or is it that we suck? Uh, Halloween, we probably stink. <laughs> I think we suck, and that's why you screwed that up. <laughs> All right. Th thanks for joining me for this one, Ed. All right. Take care. Good job, Obi. Take care.